0: Hunger Games in the Carolinas. Oh, boy. I was sitting here debating last night, this morning. Did I really want to go through and record this? I think I think I have to. I saw a lot of other podcasts doing it, and I'm not doing it just because they're doing it, but it's for my small group of fans that may not know about this article. So, yesterday... Joe Person and Diana Rossini of the Athletic published pretty earth-shattering article around the state of the Carolina Panthers. So, if you don't have a subscription to the Athletic, it is one that you have to subscribe to. They are offering, I think, a dollar per month right now, so pretty cheap, and you know you could cancel at any time. I'm not promoting them, but it is. I think it's worth the dollar for you to go in here and read this because I'm not going to go through the whole article read the article, you know, um, as I record the show. But the, the article's titled, What Happened with the Panthers? Hunger Games Culture, Backstabbing and Another Fired Coach. And Joe does a great job of just setting up the time that, you know, from Tepper hiring Matt Rule who was what we would consider a CEO-type coach and wanting to get a coach with an offensive background in Frank Reich, which, oh yeah, that, get, that makes sense. So he said after interviewing nine candidates, Tepper decided on Frank. We all know this. Know how much money he spent on him. Gave him a four-year deal. All-star staff. All to help develop the rookie quarterback. We get reports that Halfway through the this season, Tepper was already contemplating another coaching change. So they were, you know, with Bryce Young struggling and the Panthers owning the worst record, Tepper warned Reich in early November he needed to see improvement on offense. And I mean, when you think about why, the why is pretty obvious as to why he is frustrated and wants to see winning because we mortgaged the team's future by making the trade up to get Bryce Young. And I don't think it takes many people or it doesn't take an expert to realize that his development has been stagnating. Talking to the number of sacks and hits that he's had. But after the Panthers scored 10 points. In back-to-back weeks. The Panthers were one in 10. And we know about. Good old Frank Reich getting fired or firing him after the Tennessee loss on November 27th. And you know, during that presser, and I talked about the presser, but one things I did, one of the things I didn't really highlight is, you know, he really Tepper did not elaborate on the decision to fire Reich in that presser and said that you can speculate as to that. That's the quote. But, you know, Joe says the offensive problems and Young's development doomed Reich. But there was a lot going on behind the scenes and on Reich's staff, and this is where it gets juicy. The Athletics spoke to more than twenty Panthers coaches, players, and other league sources, some of whom were granted anonymity so they could speak freely. They painted a picture of dysfunction inside the Panthers office, offices. Excuse me, with assistant coaches undermining other coaches as many went into self-preservation mode when it became clear Reich's days were numbered. Team sources described a Hunger Games culture at Bank of America Stadium. Coaches said they believed other staff members were texting Tepper behind Reich's back about issues they saw with the team. You're going to love this. In one instance, general manager Scott Fitterer and an offensive coach went to Tepper with a coaching suggestion for the quarterback people just finger pointing hoping they don't get exposed said one assistant i mean just think about the nature of working in an environment like that like maybe you have worked in an unhealthy environment you know what that's like but when you think about an nfl team that's supposed to be cohesive and working together and working together towards a goal and you can't really turn your back and you expand this out and like when this article comes out and it is out and there's future coaching candidates that are going to read it. I know you can go out to Glassdoor. Like if you think about searching for a job and you read a lot of the negative reviews and you sit there and you're like, man, is, are these true? Are these just really mad employees? I think with everything that's coming out of Carolina, it's safe to say that like, this is the culture of this team right now. And why would a coach want to come in here and even Think about touching this. So days before Thanksgiving, with the team spiraling and Young getting pummeled, Tepper told Reich to fix the rookie's feet work. Fitter and others had told Tepper that Young's feet were the cause of some of the Panthers' protection issues, blaming Bryce's feet for why he's getting sacked. They believe Young was wasn't dropping back deep enough on his pass sets. So he's not dropping up back deep enough. That's why the pressure is getting there. Even though when you watch the tape in the film, the defenders are getting right through our offensive line with ease. Yes, I do think, like, just in general, Bryce Young could absolutely work on his footwork. He could work on his arm strength. He could work on a lot of things. But to blame the sacks or the reason for getting sacked so much for, you know, his footwork, I mean, there's a lot of other things that that tie into getting sacked. and, And partly is, you know, you could say, Size, maybe I don't know. I mean, we have seen him get taken down on some not that not to call them easier tackles, but plays where, you know, if you look at other quarterbacks in the league that are able to shake some of those, those type of plays. But I'm not here to harp on that. Tepper's been criticized for micromanaging and getting hands on with football decisions. Prior to the 2019 season, he persuaded then head coach. Ron Rivera to switch to a 3-4 defense, which Tepper was familiar with as a former Pittsburgh Steelers minority partner and drove the team's interest, remember, in Deshaun Watson. Oh my gosh, I am so glad we did not get Deshaun Watson before the quarterback was traded to Cleveland in 2022. Tepper's instruction about Young's footwork came after weekly conversations between Tepper and Reich on Young's development and early struggles. And we've heard it In Reich's pressers, there was a weekly meeting. Who knows what else they talked about, but they had a weekly sync up. And, I mean, I just can't imagine any coach wanting to come in here and deal with all this. League sources said that Tepper struggled with the decision to fire Reich, but the combination of Young's difficulty understanding Reich's offense, specifically the reads, timing and ball placement, as well as Young's lack of protection, convinced the owner the organization wasn't helping its quarterback but ruining him. Reich's firing came 10 months after he was named uh, named the first offensive-minded head coach in Panthers history. We know about the all-star staff and just how things fell apart from there. Tepper also encouraged Reich, and we heard this, to go outside of his circle with some of the hires. As such, many of the offensive coaches had never worked together and brought different philosophies to an offense that were led by a rookie quarterback. I mean that part alone you hyped it up as like all-star staff all these ideas it sounds like it was a terrible idea and part of the reason the price was struggling early you have all these voices inside of your head telling you you should do this on this play or someone trying to pull you aside and say oh no you should do this and then someone else stepping in the head coach say no this is the way i want this to go terrible terrible situation for any player uh, much less a rookie quarterback Besides the disagreements and scheme, there were personality conflicts and factions formed on the staff that included two main holdovers from old staff. And guess who they were? Offensive line coach James Cantman, special teams coordinator Chris Tabor, both of whom were retained at Tepper's urging, wanting them to like keep these guys. And look who's your interim head coach right now. Now, I don't know who brought it up in yesterday's presser, but there was kind of this question about the continuity of the staff, the culture of the staff that's been here, and while I was here. Asked to Chris Tabor. he kind of said, "Oh no, there's there's no issues here." Which, of course, like from his vantage point, he's going to say there's no issues, even though he fired Josh McCown and Deuce Staley after Reich was fired. You know, which I, it's funny that's what the article goes into. I mean, Josh McCown, that's it's it's such a head scratcher. Duce uh, Chuba Hubbard yesterday credited Duce Staley for part of his success or his success this season. Josh McCown was widely known throughout the league or has been widely known throughout the league. He's logged 17 seasons as a backup quarterback. He was interviewed for the Texans head coaching vacancy twice. And the Panthers fire him. I, I don't know, man, I don't have a, a good explanation for why that happened. So Reich Fitter and the offensive coaches, I don't know how Fitter's getting thrown in here, but decided that the priority before Young's first season was preparing him to call plays in the huddle for the first time and giving him time to absorb a playbook that blended Reich's system with wide zone concepts that Brown brought from the Rams. So kind of blaming Thomas Brown for some of these wide zone concepts, run schemes that don't really fit our personnel, so putting him under the bus. Any tweaks or changes to... The Panthers wanted to make to Young's mechanics would wait until the offseason. So we're going to wait to work on trying to improve him and, and make him better. Yeah, that's uh, that's not the, the way to do things. We know about how many times that Bryce Young has been sacked. 44 on pace for 64, which would be the fourth highest total in NFL history. After Tepper delivered the message to do something about fixing that, McHale began working with Young on his footwork before the Panthers' Week 12 game at Tennessee. Three months into the season, veteran quarterback Andy Dalton said Young's dropbacks were among the teaching points during the Panthers' Thanksgiving practices. So it was coming out there. Foot, footwork is a part of playing the game, and it's not. and it's not changing his footwork, Dalton said. I think it's just an emphasis on just keeping it consistent. I went through it, too. On certain throws, you want your front work to look similar and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's just more of an emphasis on that. One source said he didn't notice much change in Young's dropbacks against the Titans, who had four sacks and six hits on Young. You know, we lost that game and Tepper gets fired. You know, there was this emphasis on diversity of thought that Reich emphasized. Collaboration. It just, I mean, there's not a lot of of words for it, but it just did not work out. It's just not a good offense, one Stafford said. You didn't see Indy's offense when they were second in the league in rushing in 2021. Speaking of like what you saw out of this team, you didn't see Philly when he was there, when he was with the Chargers and those dynamic offenses. You didn't see any of that. But many league sources, including talent evaluators with other teams, question whether fitter surrounded Young with enough playmakers after the GM sent number one wide receiver DJ Moore to Chicago. Yeah, trade away the assets that help him get better. When the Panthers 0-6 at the bye, Reich turned the play calling over to Thomas Brown. And what do you know, once his job is on the line, and I called this out and I said it, I said he was pulling back the play calling once he did it, you know, he gives it to Thomas Brown for three weeks. I knew the pressure was there. He knew his job was on the line. He said, I'm going to take over. I'm going to take control. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I keep my job. That's all he cared about in that situation and why he took the play calling over. And he needed to see pro- progress. Reich's reversal of taking the play calling back further divided the offensive staff with one assistant saying that was shocking. And I agree. I said, like, you don't come in and do this and then decide, you know, three weeks later on a a worst team in the league that you're going to flip your decision. I don't know. The wounds from Reich's reversal on play calling haven't healed yet. When asked about last last week about Reich's impact on him, Thomas Brown called it a loaded question before adding he was fortunate for the opportunity Reich gave him. So, yeah, it's all around there. This is where it also... You know, one of the things coddling Bryce Young? Several sources said Reich would call out Young for mistakes during team-wide film reviews, as he did other players earlier in the season, but backed off in recent weeks with Young's confidence in mind. You can coach a player hard, said one staffer, without killing his spirit. But one player said it was Reich's nature or coaching style to be overly critical of any player or position group. So for him to back off of Bryce Young after... Starting the season, you know, getting on him and and coaching, and I watched you follow me. You know, I watched probably two or three games worth of of film that I actually recorded, and it's there. Like there's opportunity for everyone. And I remember sitting in film in high school and college, and it's never fun to get grilled when you mess up or you know a play that you're like, oh man, I I, I don't want to get to this play because I know I screwed this up. That's part of that's part of football. It's part of learning and understanding and getting better. Um. You know, one interesting take out of this is Bradley Bozeman, like going on record. And he said, running downhill is what I love to do. Speaking of the scheme, that's what I've made my money on. Unfortunately, we didn't have many opportunities to do that. So you have players inside of this organization, primarily in Bradley Bozeman, pretty much coming out and saying, yeah, this scheme was crap. It didn't work. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I also didn't really get to talk about when Ripe was fired and after the Tennessee game was the uh, presser where we they talked about Bryce Young making the right decision when checking because we thought they thought the Titans were in cover zero, but they ended up not being in cover zero. Chart comes out and says, uh, what did he say? Chark was talking about the the fact that he it was the wrong check, and then Reich was like, "Well, Chark could have done a little something better, or or could have." I can't remember how he phrased it about his positioning, but really put the blame on him. And it was like, "Dude, no, you've got to put a little bit of blame." And I don't care if you don't do it publicly, but you got to put some some blame on on your rookie quarterback. You know. Then we get into the discussion of like who's going to come in here next, which is Ben Johnson, but why? Um. It's not going to be easy to lure him to Charlotte. So some in the Panthers organization, according to league sources, and I told you this, have been texting Johnson about how complicated it's been to work in Carolina. And to close, close this out, and I've highlighted this. Tepper preparing to start another coaching search. They are going. The Panthers are going to try to avoid becoming the first 1 in 1-16 team since the NFL adopted a 17-game schedule. Mm. But here from DJ Chark, I can honestly say I don't think Reich was the sole problem. And everything is fixed now. We still got a lot of stuff we need to fix. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then you read the comments. It's fun to do. See what people think. Ben Johnson would be insane to work for Tepper. He'll have better opportunities. What a dumpster fire. Yes. Any coach with options would be insane to work for Tepper. The Panthers will get some retread because that's what they do best. And, yes, they will. Everybody's saying uh, Belichick, Harbaugh. I don't even think Harbaugh is going to touch this team either. Like, why would you – why would anybody – I mean, why would any coach want to come here? Anyways, folks, that's it. I had to get this out. Again, go out to The Athletic or you can search for Joe Person. And, hey, the other thing I'll say is, you you know, I talk about – Oh, my gosh. Uh, Mike K with the Charlotte Observer, David Newton with ESPN, um, the Carolina Blitz team, Sheena Quick, Vashti, all those folks. Joe Person, man, he is one that he doesn't follow me, but he does interact whenever I you know, say, hey, great job or whatever it is. So I appreciate him interacting with us, the fans and or me as, as we go through. I, you know, I told him great article. He, he liked that messaging, which was, it's cool, man. It's cool to get that interaction for some of these folks out there that, you know, they're not robots. So anyways, that's all I got folks. Y'all have a good one.